All right, welcome back to episode two of Cactus Juice. Uh, today I am joined not by my wife, but by one of my very good friends, Gage Stills. Um, he also had he goes by the name of GJ Stills because he has a Twitch channel uh, where he does his own thing. If you want to talk a little bit about that, yeah, for sure. What's up, you guys? Really glad to be here. Um, go by GJ Stills. You'll find me on YouTube or Twitch. Um, have a lot of fun. I'm a political commentator. Um, on top of that, I do a lot of gaming with friends. I just love having a good time, and I'm a full-time nerd like my buddy here. For sure, for sure. Um, today's going to be kind of just a, a crazy more podcast. Uh, with my wife, we were a little more um, scheduled, I would say. Uh, we're just going to try and see where this one goes, see how this one feels. Um, so if you want to kind of tell me a little bit about your day, how what did you do today? How was it? Well, so today I had my brother and my uh, dad over. I barely get to see them, you know, now that I don't really live with them. Mm. Uh, it was kind of nice. We sat around, we watched the Trump impeachment. My brother and I, um, we just get along real well. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, any crazy stories, anything going on or anything? Well, harping, harping back on to getting along real well, my brother and I, we treat each other really bad. Like, yeah. you would, you'd think that we hated each other from the outside. I think it's like a really tough way of saying, you know, I love you, or yeah, this, yeah. that, this, you know. But like, we're so hard on each other that my my dad, who you know, he loved, you know, we're all like funny people in my family. Mm-hmm. Um, but my dad was even like, "Oh my god, really?" <laughs> yeah, I I would say it's similar. I have two brothers, and I don't think we've ever physically said like "I love you" or anything like that. It's more of just making fun of each other, um, and just calling each other names. Especially my little brother, he really likes to lay into the whole. I'm going to make fun of you instead of saying anything else. Yeah, that's my yeah. thing, man. Um, but no, today uh, something crazy happened with me and my wife. So uh, we were ordering DoorDash, and uh, the Dasher, I've always seen memes about this, where like they message and say something weird, and I just never thought it would happen to me. But basically, we order Auntie Anne's, and uh, for people who are listening, it's a decent distance away from us. It's not super duper far, but it's... A decent distance. A distance I would not want to drive because that's why I'm using DoorDash. Yeah. Um, and we get a text message. Like, somebody picks up our, or accepts our order, and then we get a message, like, five minutes later saying that something along the lines of a uh, $6 tip is not enough for an 11-minute drive. Yeah. And that basically they're not bringing it. And, and the crazy part is that you can – you most likely can see – what you're getting paid, what the tip is, right. but you won't see, you, like, you can't message me unless you've accepted the order. So this man went out of his way to accept the order to simply just say, this isn't I enough. should tip better. But So, that, like, that's just insane. I think that all this tracks back to, like, how entitled some people are. Oh, like, I used to live, like, two blocks from you, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And so I know the drive. It's, like, 15 minutes away. Yeah. And so 15 minutes, I mean, like, for six dollars, that's a really good. I would yeah. drive somewhere fifteen mm-hmm. minutes for a six dollar tip plus more. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And it, it just it baffled me. And then I was talking to my little brother who he has done DoorDash before, and he like does that on the side and stuff like that. And he was like, "No, they get a portion of the order plus they get the tip." And he was like, "Honestly, that's a really good like tip. Six dollars is more than what you would expect. It's like thirty percent." So I was like, "Okay, so I'm not wrong in this situation. No. I thought I tipped pretty well, um, and I felt bad if I should have tipped more, I would have." 
but I felt like that was good. You and probably tipped more than enough, to be honest. Exactly, yeah. We, like, put in a custom tip for it, too. Like, it wasn't just, like, one like of the, the ones, preset the, the, ones. The three, yeah. four, five. Yeah, we did our own. So, you know, we did more than what DoorDash told us to do. And this dude just had the audacity to be like, nah, man, that's that's not good enough. <laughs> the guy who brought it, though, brought it pretty quick, and he was good. So, shout out to him. Uh, I think his name was Thomas. So, shout out to you, Thomas. There we go. This one's um, for you, Thomas. Yeah. But, um, kind of moving along... Uh, this one's going to be more around, this podcast is going to be more around heroes and villains in oh, a sense. Oh, that's why you wore the Spider-Man Miles yeah. Morales shirt. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. So the last one was about Avatar The Last Airbender and things along that, if you haven't I, listened to it. I watched it all. I loved it. It was awesome. so good. It, I, so I woke up at 5 a.m. Um, to see the message because yeah, yeah. I had fallen asleep the last night at like 7. Uh-huh. And so I'm like, you know what? I'll start my day with this. The coffee upstairs gets made automatically at about 5 a.m., I pour myself a cup, I turn it on, and I'm like, oh my god, this is so good. <laughs> and uh, That's good to hear, but I know like the mic quality's trash. I know everything's bad. That's why now we're doing it at your house. <laughs> we're using my setup. Because you have a way better mic than I do, <laughs> and everything like that. But yeah, I mean, if you haven't listened to the last one, definitely go check it out. It's on Anchor, it's on Spotify, it's on uh, Apple Podcasts, everything like that. It's just cactus juice. You can search it. <clears throat> it's a little martini glass with some cactus on it. You'll see it. You'll love it. You'll listen to it. Um, But yeah, this one's going to be about heroes and villains, um, in a sense. So just, uh, what would you say is your favorite hero? Favorite hero of all time. Yeah, among all. Is definitely Batman. I know, I know, I'm a Bat stan, it's kind of cringe. Yeah. But, you know, my second favorite is definitely Spider-Man, I'm pretty basic. Yeah, yeah. But Batman, I've been following his comics for about nine years now mm-hmm. and oh boy oh boy do i yeah love it. i i will say I, I used to hate batman like i just thought he was like such a bad written character like before i actually started reading comics and doing that stuff when i would see movies of him and just hear things around him i was like this is a horrible character he's just a rich dude with daddy issues who wants to save the world in quotations type thing and then as I started, like, doing more research on him, seeing more story arcs and things like that, I was like, oh. Okay, he's pretty good. He's nice. Like, it's well-rounded character. He hits a lot of topics. Um, he's still a douche. Um, oh, no. But, so, yeah. That's, like, one of his biggest traits, you know what I mean? Like, um, if you read the Tom King run, so mm-hmm. that's, like, in DC's Rebirth. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm, a, I'm very – I've read all of these <laughs> several times. But um, DC's Rebirth is just such a good run. It's so well-written. Uh, they kind of had to rush the end, but yeah, yeah, you know, any time constraints, it, it was just yeah. really, it was such a good run. Yeah, um, but just like even so, the comics are great and everything like that. But I personally like to visualize things other than little comic strips. I like to see the like movies and the things like that. Which I'm not going to talk about DC's live action movies. Their animated movies are really what got me into DC in general. Before I was just like a Marvel boy all the way. And then starting to watch, like, Son of Batman and The Killing Joke and uh, Suicide Squad, all of those, like, animated ones really got me into Batman specifically. I still won't say he's the best superhero or he's my favorite <laughs> superhero. But, yeah, he's he's pretty great. Well, on the, you know, I've I recently, um, very recently, like a week or two ago, I was listening to the whole DC animated movie universe. Mm-hmm. I went through it 
one by one, one by one, That's each like for, yeah, from like the new continuity, from like where Flashpoint Paradox started, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. all the way through Apocalypse. War. Apocalypse War is so hard to watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But you know, to my two favorite people out of that whole series is going to be Batman and John Constantine. Yeah, Constantine is honestly such a a good character. Even if you start watching the live action like TV shows, the guy who they have casted for Constantine, like in Doom Patrol and stuff like that. So good. And is it like good? yeah. And then like the little quirks he does when he's doing his magic, like instead of uh like natural spells you would see where he he does like, Well, I gotta get this cigarette, take the ash, throw it in the air, do this thing. It just makes more sense in modern day his magic. Mind. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of being like, Oh, I need the the ashes zip, 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 of a, a nail of a dragon or something like he's like, No, nah, I just need a cigarette. Like, yeah, I just need like a little flame and just Yeah. Yeah, he's really good. But yeah, Batman honestly I feel like he works a lot with Constantine, especially when he goes into Justice League Dark oh, and stuff yeah. like that. Um, but yeah, okay. So yeah, I guess your I'll accept your, uh, your all right, answer. all right, all right. Um, I would probably say my favorite hero. It's a hard one because from like Marvel, I would have to probably stick around the same thing. Mine is probably Miles Morales, um, and it's definitely for the whole thing of him being a more relatable character to me as a human, me being uh, a Puerto Rican Cuban yeah. kid, and you know you're I'm a mixed. black I'm white black. Yeah, kid. Yeah, despite um, my voice, yeah, uh, it definitely just resonates better. I always liked Spider Man, and then when I started learning about Miles Morales, I was like, he's Spider Man, yeah. but me. So the cool thing about that um, that you might not have known about me, I've read the whole ultimate comics line of ultimate spider-man that's a lot of comics man. so yep from the 2000 issue all the way mm-hmm. to death of peter parker yeah all the way into the new miles morales where it transitions from um the new secret wars in 2012 when the earth 616 yeah, yeah. and the earth uh i think it's i used to know it 1680 yeah, there yeah. you go burst together mm-hmm. and created that whole you know Battle, battle world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I, you know, I mean, so I know, I know those comics inside out because those are my favorite Spider-Man. Comics. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And whenever they do renditions of those in like live action, whether it's the movies or uh, not even live action, even if it's just uh, cartoons and stuff like that, they end up being like the best cartoons of Spider-Man. Like obviously, the old throwback cartoon is still like good because of nostalgia, but these are just like good, like. I'd say that the, was best, fire. <clears throat> the best cartoon of Spider-Man is probably going to, and this is very popular opinion, Spectacular Spider-Man. Yeah. It's so good. It is. Um, but yeah, so I, I'd say Marvel is, is probably Miles Morales, Spider-Man specifically, even though Peter Parker is great. Yeah. Um, Miles Morales just resonates more with me. Uh, for DC, it's kind of another of the same reason. Uh, it's Blue Beetle, but a little more developed. Blue Beetle, I like him because he's Hispanic as well, and obviously he matches more. But just his whole thing where this freaking dumb scarab who wants to basically take over the world just decides to adhere to this kid's back who wants nothing to do with those things, which sounds like a super basic plot. Um, But just the way they argue and the way their banter is and the fact that he can do anything he wants, but because it's uh, Jaime Rivera in there, he won't let it happen. Like, he's, he's overpowered, but his, his one defining flaw is that he doesn't want to hurt the world, so he doesn't let it hurt the world. So, actually, that just gave me the chills. I've never read a Blue Beetle comic, but you can bet your sweet butt that I'll be listening. I'll be yeah. reading one tonight. It's so good. It, it honestly really is. Um, but, yeah, yeah, going off of that, 
I have my favorite heroes, but obviously those heroes also have their own flaws um, that, uh, like, you, you can't miss out. Because right. you, you can't What's a character argue that... A exactly. You can't argue that somebody's perfect when everybody has flaws. And that's what makes a good character, is when you see those things and then they develop off of those things. Like, what is the... I think they're... I think it's in a cartoon where Spider-Man... Or it might be a comic. Spider-Man is confronted by... I forget who the villain is, but they could basically manifest your worst nightmares. I think it might be Nightmare. Um, or something like that. And he manifests his Uncle Ben in front of him. And it's to drive Peter Parker crazy. But Peter Parker just hugs him and says, like, man, I really missed you. And, like, they just have a heart-to-heart. But not even, like, a heart-to-heart where it's like, oh, I'm so sorry I messed up or oh, I-, I failed you. It was just, like, it's been a little bit. Like, nice to see you again. Like a family reunion type yeah. thing. And he's all like, what? This is supposed to be hurting you. And he was like, I had to get over it. I had to see that him dying made me a better person type thing. Uh, like, and, seeing that grow, that's what makes a good character. And that's in stark contrast to Batman. Batman, and so this is addressed really well in the Tom King run. Um, Batman is betrothed to um, Selina Kyle, yeah, who's yeah. framed mm-hmm. for blowing up this building, killing 236 people. So she has to ask her friend mm-hmm. to turn herself in so she can be exonerated. For sure. And so she goes to Kondok, where no one's allowed. Mm-hmm. So Batman and her have to travel there, and who else is there but Talia Gould, Damian uh, Wayne's mother. Yes. And so um, Selina Kyle and Talia Gould get into a whole sword fight, right? Mm-hmm. And Selina Kyle the whole time, you know, like Talia Gould's like, you're not his equal. You know, mm-hmm. and she's like, "Well, he's just some boy who's you know not over the death of his parents, and he's yeah. always gonna put this ten-year-old's vow ahead of anyone else." Oh, absolutely. And yeah. so, that pain kind of defines Batman. Batman, mm-hmm. you know, he has four sons. Mm-hmm. You know, yes, Ad- Dick Grayson, Jason Todd, or biological. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jason Todd, um, Tim Drake, Damian and then Wayne, Damian Wayne, and mm-hmm. so. Batman's most defining flaw, in my opinion, is his inability to reach out. So mm-hmm. Batman's always like, I'll do it myself, because there's certain arcs where it's like, dude, Superman could have just flown right in and ended this whole thing. Oh, absolutely. But Batman, yes. you know, he's like, I'll do it myself. I don't yeah, need help. Yeah, and it's... Okay, because you bring that up, uh, never even thought of bringing this up in a conversation, but purely because you brought it up, do you hate or love the fact that there's comics that clearly the villain could be handled by somebody else, but they just don't. So I hate when there's no explanation. Like I'll be yeah. reading like a Spider-Man comic. And I'm like, bro, where are, you know, where are the Avengers? Yeah. You know, like the whole time I'm reading like, um, the ultimate comics, mm-hmm. they did such a great job integrating all the stories together. Yeah, Cause yeah. I've read the ultimates. I've read the ultimate fantastic four. I've read yeah, yeah. all of these different issues that they explain you know, the Ultimates are there, or they're mm-hmm. there, you know, and like, yeah, yeah. Spider-Man's on his own, like, they, like, he doesn't, he's not with them, people think he's a mutant, and no yeah, one likes yeah. mutants, yep. but, you know, there's, you know, and Batman comics will explain that away, too, but it's just like, it's like, really? Mm-hmm. Like, like, I mean, like, it just comes down to, like, in, a, like, some moments you're like, this is just, like, stupid machismo, yeah. you know, BS. Because, mm-hmm. like, how many times could, honestly, like, Superman just bust in and take out Slade? Almost oh, definitely. Like, if Slade wasn't prepared for Superman coming, there's no chance. He's dying. I'm sure... You know what? Actually, I'll say this. I'm pretty sure Slade has some kryptonite. But I will say this also. Yeah. I will say this, though. 
Batman has, you know, in, in all the comics I've ever read, you know, he said, you know, the only reason I don't die to Superman right away is because a part of Superman is like, yeah, not doesn't want to kill me. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? And like, if Superman wanted, Superman could just blow up the planet. He could just fly out into space mm-hmm. and just look at the planet. Bzz, there goes exactly. the planet. He's an OP character who has a flaw that won't let him full, hit and I'll his say this, full potential. I used to hate Superman so much, mm-hmm. but I've gotten into a couple of Superman issues. If you've seen like Superman Red Sun mm-hmm. or um, All-Star Superman, yes. those comics to me really kind of define Superman. I Okay, so Superman and Batman were my two people who I thought were just lazy writing in a sense. Batman I have grown to appreciate. I love the Bat family. I love all of that. Superman I have not gotten there yet. I still kind and of just don't like either. Superman. So Superman, what his biggest flaw, you know, is, is that he's a person mm-hmm. first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kal-El was not raised Kal-El. No, Kal-El is not. He's Clark he's, Kent. Yeah. And so, you know, if you've ever seen Kill Bill, mm-hmm. uh, where he mischaracterizes Superman, he says, you know, how do you explain, you know, Clark Kent is clumsy. He's dumb. Mm-hmm. He's, you know, that's Superman's critique on humanity. It's the opposite. And even Batman has said this, where it's like, you know, Superman is more human than I am. Mm. You know what I mean? Superman's a human first. And it's his purity. You know what I mean? He yeah, is a yeah. Boy Scout. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And and Superman, he's a great guy. No, great absolutely. Guy. Yeah. You know, his biggest flaw as a character is that naivety, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that, that he, he was raised... Not even trying to hit his full potential. He was raised to be a normal citizen. Right. Who then just, as the Clark, or not Clark, uh, Martha and, what's his dad's name? Jonathan Kent. Jonathan. uh, Kent started to figure out his powers. They're like, well, we need to make sure he's using them for good at least. Like, imagine what a different comic it'd be if Superman just went up to Lex Luthor and broke his arms and legs or paralyzed him. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, Batman, he went to you know he went to Santa Prisca and snapped Bane's back in half mm-hmm. you know what I mean and none of us thought anything of it if Superman just went you know just flew into LexCorp all fast and just like <laughs> broke you know broke Superman yeah, and yeah. you know Lex Luthor in half yeah it'd be done yeah and he's like whoa what is this comic I just yeah, said this yeah. is awful that's true that's true he needs to be tempered yeah exactly because he is a different human and yeah, yeah, I get it I 100% get it I'm still not, not at the point where I like him <laughs> Um, but, uh, moving a little bit forward, uh, I have a proposition for you. So oh, in no. my hand currently, I have a deck of cards with trivia of superheroes. Okay. Spread out through, through this episode. I'm just going to grab a card and randomly ask you it. You'll answer it and we'll just jump right back into whatever conversation we're having. This sounds it's, really fun. All right, cool. We'll, we'll start the first one now and I'm just going to be random. I've gone through these. I've played through them. I know them already, so it's not fair for you to ask me. Any. <laughs> so... Uh, first one. This is a. I think it's a good one. What is Wolverine's real name? James Hallett. Yeah. All right. A lot of people think it's Logan. Yep. It's James Hallett. It is. Yes. All right. Good job. All right. Dude, you know what? I've I've read a lot of super. You did like. It's mm-hmm. so insane. I've come up with like the Wolverine comics. I love Wolverine. At one point, he was my favorite superhero. Oh, absolutely. I think the whole X Men. Uh, like, just mutants in general is such a great thing. It's such a great analogy for blacks, you know, black people in the yeah. 60s. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you've ever read the comic God Love, Man Kills, mm-hmm. um, that's one of the best comics to read if you are an X-Man fan. It's an older one. I can't, I don't really get with the older comics sometimes. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. But th- that one I really do. So the whole premise of that 
is that the X-Men are being, you know, hunted down. Mutants are being hunted down by yeah. this, you know, William Stryker. Mm-hmm. And so what he does is he captures them, he kills them, whatever, right? And there's one point where Kitty Pride's talking to this black woman. It's right in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And she's like, you know, um, it's okay, you know, because she gets into a fight with, like, one of the residents. He's like, you know, why? Yeah. Well, he's like, why wouldn't we be with those guys? You know, those guys are protecting us from you animals, you mutants. Mm-hmm. Mutie, you know? And so... Yeah, yeah. The black girl's like, you know what, hey, Kitty, it's okay, you just word. She's like, well, how would you feel if they called you the N-word? You know, if mm-hmm. they said N-word instead of mutant. Yeah. She runs off, and the black, you know, the, the X-Men kind of leave with her, and she's like, you know what, I'm angry, but not at her. It's because she's right. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? It's like, we spend a lot of, we're, we're so divisive. And I don't mm. mean to make this political. No, no, we'll, we'll move right back. But X-Men was a political statement. Oh, it was. It was, it was purely based on Jews. That's literally what Magneto is. He was a Jew who was then... His mom was taken to a concentration camp. And then... Uh, is it Stryker? Um, not, I don't know. Maybe. It's uh, somebody else. Whoever ends up taking him. And then basically wants to abuse his power because he sees that he can manipulate metal. I think it was Stryker. Stuff like it might have been Stryker. But, like, you know, it's... it's Correct Jews, wrong, it's but yeah. blacks. Yeah. You know, it's, it's like... It those symbolizes were oppression. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Because, like, even in, like, the Ultimate comics, everyone was all cool with the, you know, the Ultimates. No, yeah. But, you know what I mean? No one wanted to be cool with the mutants. No, exactly. And it's somebody who threw out all of the comics. Mutants are hated on, even by other heroes. Which is so weird to me. Because they, like, mutants are the pinnacle of powers. They are born with it. And then everybody else in the Marvel Universe is like, oh, Gamma, or oh, a space wave hit us, or I'm just rich, so I made a suit type thing, but I'm better than people who were naturally gifted with this power. You know, it's kind of crazy that, um, speaking of, like, you know, impression, Captain America should be racist. Yeah, yeah, have you seen those memes <laughs> popping up recently, where it's yeah. all like, uh, when he comes out and, uh... Like, his name. A, you know, Samuel Jackson, yeah, or whatever, it comes Nick up Fury. to him. And he, yeah, Nick Fury. And he's like, he's like, are you giving me orders or whatever? I actually really like those. Those are pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. but isn't it insane that you know he's brought up during Jim Crow? Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. what I mean, like for all intents and purposes, Steve Rogers should be a raging, you know, racist. Well, technically, I'd argue it. I'd argue that he is. He was the yes, an all American citizen, and he was bullied when he was younger and stuff like that. But I would argue that him specifically, I say Bucky might have been a racist. <laughs> I say Steve actually wouldn't have back then. I think he would have seen the value in everybody and just been like, everybody should be accepted. I feel like that's how he's written. Like that he should have been like, just like how Superman is the yeah. perfect citizen. Captain America is the perfect U- USA citizen. Yeah, you I know, guess. he's yeah. blonde hair, blue mm-hmm. eyes. Yeah. He fits, he fits the perfect person <laughs> <all>. <laughs> Um. Okay, but there is two questions on each card, so let's. Oh, get the okay, one. okay. Yep, uh, this one's pretty easy. If you don't get it, we're gonna end the podcast here and just. Oh no! Because you don't deserve to be on here. Uh, what does the S on Superman's chest really stand for? Hope. All right, great. That's good. Done with that card. We'll come back to those whenever. So we is do. it stands for Superman? <laughs> <laughs> well, is it super? It's um, all. Well, I mean, it's it's like the symbol of it's the symbol of L. Yeah, but mm-hmm. it's it's it, definitely... it symbolizes hope. Yeah. yeah. Uh huh. Um, okay, uh, jumping from heroes, who would you say is your favorite villain? Okay, so, okay, there's a couple of options here, but I would say the villain with probably, like, the most depth, and it's no fault of anyone's but the Mm -hmm. writers, 
it's probably going to be someone more like um, Joker. Yes. Right? Like, I want to say someone like Green Goblin, mm-hmm. but for all, most of the time, Green Goblin is just some weirdo. But yeah, like, like in the Ultimate the Universe, he had a great him. purpose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? And that's mm-hmm. that's completely different. If we're talking about like main continuities, mm-hmm. Joker is one of the greatest vi- you know, villains of all time. He has a purpose. Yeah. Just and like so the heroes do. Joker's whole dichotomy with Batman is that Batman created him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, like, with um the Red Hood, yep. you know, falls into the pit of acid, becomes mm-hmm. Joker. And the whole point of Joker is that he loves Batman. You know, he wants to make him better. And he hates the Bat family because yep. the Bat family, in his mind, makes him weak. Because he's depending on people Another's, instead of his yeah, own skills. Sure. Mm-hmm. And so you get this really weird take. Um, in the S- Scott Snyder run, you get Endgame. In mm-hmm. Endgame, he disguises himself as someone named Eric Border, comes back, takes you know, makes a whole city go insane, switches mm-hmm. their neurons from love to hate. So whoever you love, you hate, and whoever you hate, you love. Yeah, for sure. And it ends with Batman and Joker falling into a Dionysian pit. Okay. Um, you want to elaborate on that? So in a Dionysian pit, it's like those Lazarus pits where okay. Rachel Ghoul. Yeah, yeah, where he was, Dionysium people. is like the purest form of that. Okay. So they both lose all their memories. Mm-hmm. Um, and neither of them who are there. So Bruce comes back while during Batman Super Heavy with yeah. Jim Gordon being mm-hmm. Batman. Um, okay. Which is crazy, right? Yes. So Batman eventually realizes he has to get back out there. It's And that's another really great moment in comic book history I'm sure we'll get to later. Mm-hmm. Um, fast forward, right? Um, to death, in the, uh, death of the family. Yeah. So death of the family, Joker cuts off his face. Mm-hmm. And... This is his big bon voyage to the uh, Bat family. He, yeah. he wants them out. For sure. So he constructs his whole elaborate plan, um, gets the whole Bat family lined up, puts bandages on their face, and puts what looks like their faces in front of them. Okay. And Batman fights him, and he's you know he's almost falls off a cliff down in the caves, and he says, I know your real name. Come closer. And he's about to say it, and Joker just lets go. Because Joker doesn't, doesn't want him care. to, you know, yeah. he mm-hmm. that ruins the fun. He, does, mm-hmm. he doesn't care that Batman's Bruce Wayne. Yeah, no, it's and about he, Batman, not about this Bruce Wayne. Exactly. Yeah. It doesn't matter to him. So, then he comes back again. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know why I can't think of the run this time, but he comes back, he's insane, you know. He hates Batman, because he's like, he's like last time I saw you, you dropped me off a freaking cliff. Mm-hmm. So he's really out for him that time. Um... Even in the Tom King run, him and Selena Kyle have a moment. Um, he takes out Batman. He shoots him in the head. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, the Kevlar, it just yeah. knocks him out. Yeah. Um, he shoots Selena Kyle in, like, the hip. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she she can't move. And he sliced her, her, his jugular, so he can't move. So they're sitting there just talking. And he's like, you know, if he's happy, he won't be Batman anymore. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're kind of talking about it. And they're being really civil. And he's like, you know, I think if I can stand up. I can grab the gun and shoot you. And she's like, yeah, you think so? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, yeah, I do. So he stands up, grabs a gun, and passes out of blood loss. And so that's how that ends. But it, influ- it influences Selena Kyle to not, um, because Holly, her friend, who we mentioned earlier, mm-hmm. um, said the same thing to her. If he's happy, can he still be Batman? Yeah, for sure. So she mm-hmm. sacrifices, you know, she runs out on their wedding. Yeah. And that's mm-hmm. all, this is all part of Bane's plan to break the bat after he broke his back mm-hmm. and took, you know, the psycho pirate for We'll talk, you know, that's, yeah, yeah. it's all in the comic run. You guys have to read it. The Tom King run, please. <laughs> but as we're, you know, 
Joker has this effect on Batman's life. No matter where he is, mm-hmm. he's such a driving influence in a way that someone like Scarecrow could never be. No, not at all. Um, if you look at the Arkham games, they yeah, include Joker. I was just going to bring those up. Yep. Yes, that even like in uh, the Arkham Knight or whatever, Joker's dead. Where For sure Joker's dead. We see his body getting burned, but it, it still affects Batman. He's still haunted by the Joker because the Joker... No matter how much Batman wants to argue it, the Joker is part of Batman now. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's the order. He's the chaos to Batman's order. And yep. that's what he wants to be. Have you read the Three Jokers comic book? Uh, I have not read them. I think you started telling me about them at work one day, though. I did. I yes. read all three of the run, you know, all mm-hmm. three of the comic books. Um, basically, the whole run, and this is spoiler alert because this is a brand new, so if anyone is going to watch it. We're going to give you five seconds to tune out. Yep, five. So. Skip ahead, we'll whatever, blah, 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 blah. Okay, we're in. So, Three Jokers is about three of the, you know, three of the Jokers out of the X amount they've made over the years. Mm-hmm. So, there's the criminal, the comedian, and the clown. Yes. So, the criminal is the first one. He's the brooding one that you've seen in, like, the 30s. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, then you have the comedian, who is the funny haha one, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you have the clown, who... Um, he apparently murdered Jason Todd. Makes sense. Or no, that was the comedian. The comedian apparently murdered Jason Todd. The clown shot Barbara Gordon's spine. Okay. And took pictures yeah, of her naked for yeah, death yeah. of the family. Uh-huh. And so the comedian ends up killing the clown and the criminal. Who okay. The criminal was the first one. Um, their whole plan was to make a new Joker. Okay. And they wanted Joe Chill to be the next Joker. And mm-hmm. in the beginning, it seems like it's going to be Jason Todd. Because... One yeah. of them kind of convinces Jason Todd to kill the clown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and how he did that was the clown was like, you know, he's like, he's like, I, he's like, I remember those words you said to me. Please stop. Mm-hmm. I'll be your Robin, and he just mm-hmm. shoots him. And it's it's a great it's a great scene. But the comedian's whole point was that there's only one now. Yeah, it's just him and bats because he's mm-hmm. like, I don't care about these elaborate plans. Yeah, it's I just me want in him. You. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's great. Uh, the Joker, I would definitely say, is definitely up on the top of my list for best villains. Um, I also feel like most people go to the Joker as the best villain with reason. Like, he is a great villain. They give him um, so yeah, much Yeah, he time. has depth. Um, I want to say, I don't know who my favorite villain would be, but definitely uh, one that's on my top is, uh, uh, what's it? Black Adam. Really? Yes. For the simple fact that at first I just thought he was like a knockoff of Shazam type thing. And then uh, when you start learning about him that he, you know, he decides to uh, take on the powers of the the gods or whatever. Uh, it's purely because he wants to save his wife and kid from their planet getting destroyed. He abuses those powers, which then like corrupts him and makes him uh, not good, basically. And he just sides more with the villains purely because he's not looked at as a hero. Um, and his main interest is protecting Gondok. Yeah, so it, it's just, I think it's really cool. I think he's pretty well written. I just don't think he gets enough. I don't think Shazam gets enough either. I think Shazam's a pretty cool uh, hero um, and everything like that. But yeah, I'd say he's pretty great. Um, and then just like all the like kind of lower end villains uh, from like Spider-Man and stuff. Like Spider-Man's rogues gallery is huge. But their villains aren't like devastating to the world, so they're not seen 
as like these great villains. One exception like, I would have to say is probably Doctor Octopus. Yeah, with he the can superior do a lot. Spider-Man run, yeah, which he did was do a lot. Insane. Yeah. Or like Norman Osborn from the Ultimate Universe. Yeah, but like you look at like uh, Electro and Shocker, Mysterio, uh, Rhino, Scorpion. All these people are honestly really great villains, and they're written well. They have purpose because they're like lower level gang members who just got powers and are doing stuff. But they're never seen as like great villains because they can't snap away half of the universe. We just forgot about one of the greatest villains in Marvel history, Kingpin. Kingpin. There oh is my so gosh. much history around yes. him. Kingpin and is every great. city level hero mm-hmm. has interacted with him. And yes, his best moments. I think if you've read, again, we're gonna go back to the Ultimate comics, yep. but um, basically Daredevil takes kingpin's wife hostage Mm -hmm. and he's like i'm gonna murder her for what you did because i think kingpin found out who matt murdoch was yeah yeah. and i think he blew up his um just like in the i can't think of the name of the comic but i read that one too um but he he takes his wife hostage he's like bro i'm gonna kill her yeah yeah yeah. you know i mean this is this is the end this is the end Mm -hmm. And so they get Kingpin on his crimes, but it's, like, so intense because Kingpin is a huge figure. Oh, absolutely. And I think yeah. they did a lot of justice to him in Spider-Man PS4. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was really good in that. I think the best portrayal uh, that we've had from, like, an actor or voice actor or anything was honestly the Daredevil uh, Netflix show. The, uh, oh, front, my gosh. The, like, subtleties where he, like, loves art and music and stuff like that, but it's because... He can't create art because he's like this monster type thing. But then he finds this woman who knows how to appraise art. And she can see art and rate it. And she sees value in him. So in his eyes, he starts turning into Can we talk about the Marvel, the the Netflix Marvel shows? Because... As long as we don't talk about Jessica Jones. I don't like that one. (laughs) (laughs) I don't like Iron Fist. I think Iron Fist has some good to it. I just think Jessica Jones is trash. I think you don't like it because of all the substance abuse and sex. While I will admit I'm not a person who genuinely will watch things that involve that, uh, I don't mind seeing it in shows. I think the story of Jessica Jones was good. I just don't like the person they casted for it. Well, I, Chris, Christian, I mean, like, I don't know. The villain is what, it was for the villain season? for me. Uh, first season. Yeah. Kilgrave. Yeah, he was good. Jessica? Yeah, he was good. I think he was casted very well, other than the fact that he wasn't purple or blue or whatever but color he was supposed to be. But obviously, yeah. the best superhero out of the four is Charlie Cox's Daredevil. Absolutely. No. And I really hope the rumors are true that he's going to be in the third Spider-Man. Dude, movie. don't even get me started. Dude, okay, listen. I I'm, don't really even hope. Come on, man. Don't get my hopes up, man. Luke Cage I liked a lot. Luke Cage? Okay, so the other night when uh, we were trying to talk in the group chat and stuff like that, you brought up Luke Cage, and we started talking about it, but it kind of got interrupted. Because I said, I, it's okay show. I loved Luke Cage. I thought it was a really good show for what it stood for at the time it came out. It really inspired a lot. It was like it's Black more, Panther's little brother. I would thing. So here's what I would say. Luke Cage is more impactful for African Americans than Black Panther. And here's why. Mm-hmm. It's because Luke Cage focuses on an African American. That's where true. Black Panther has very little to do. I don't even think there's a scene shot in America for Black Panther. I mean, it's probably shot in America, but I yeah, think yeah, yeah. he goes from Wakanda to South Korea mm-hmm. to, I want to say... I think it's just back to Wakanda. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, it. Yeah. So, I mean, like, I understand that a black superhero does a lot for, you know, no, for black people. Yeah. But the way I wa- the way I saw it was, if you're looking, for, I mean, and the thing is, is that Luke Cage got black culture so right. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's overdoing it, and I've seen overdoing it for, like, black culture. Oh, uh, have you seen uh, Black Lightning? Yeah. I think that's definitely overdone. I still enjoyed the show. But so the yeah, thing about black, overdone. yeah, and with the thing with like Black Lightning, it's not like Luke Cage, you know. Mm-mm. Luke Cage is very much like in the streets, and whereas Jefferson Pierce is a principal at a school, yeah, who's already done so much, you type know, stuff. And so to me, it's like, okay, I understand that's a black superhero, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, this is a well-off black family, and there's nothing wrong with black excellence, mm-hmm. but. To depict, you know, in Cottonmouth being such a great villain. Oh, um, okay. By far, one of the best villains in a TV show. Oh, yeah. Cottonmouth was beautiful. And then when they tried to make his sister the main villain, it just didn't hit the same. But the thing was, it, the, she had to be for, yeah. you know. And, yeah, and she, for him to be so good. Yeah. For it to be so good. And Cottonmouth being the way he was, and like all like the subtle things, you know what I mean? By the way, you're mm-hmm. fired. He's like, you like, don't so have good. to. I quit. Yeah. Oh, the dialogue. Think, and then when they shoot up pop shot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know, like, like there was, he's like, there was rules. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, you're like, whoa, dude. Like, it really creates that building. And the thing is, we'll never. I hope we see the end because yeah. at the end of season two, spoilers, five seconds. <laughs> Actually, we should have done five seconds. That show came out forever ago. Yeah. Here it is. At the end of season two, he's in control of Harlem's Paradise. Yes. Oh, and I'm okay. like, what's so, going to happen now? That's what I think made me lose it. The first season of uh, It, I loved it. I thought Luke Cage was great. I thought it was a great addition. I was ex- excited for like the whole Defenders and everything like that. But then the second season, he everything he worked on in the first season, I feel like they just were like, throw it out the window. We're going to go a different route. I think he needed to go down a dark path because the, the, the whole intention was for it to be like the comics. If you know anything about the comics, mm-hmm. Luke Cage has a baby. Yeah. With Jessica Jones. Yeah. And I was so excited because him and Claire break up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's like, mm, I need this to happen. Yeah, yeah. But I get it, it. I get the excitement for it. I just didn't like it in how they told it. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I still like the Netflix shows, the majority of them. And I'm ranking on Jessica Jones. But I still enjoyed the show, uh, to be honest. Uh, the Punisher was also good. I Dude, think don't the, even get me started. I think The Punisher was better in The Daredevil season though like the scenes we had of the punisher in daredevil i think were better than the I whole think, entirety of the punisher so show. so i'll say this the daredevil the punisher that we see in daredevil season two is not the punisher we see in no not punisher season one mm-hmm. so the punisher in daredevil season two is fresh out the gate mm-hmm. i'm frank castle everyone's getting shot yep yep i don't give a f yep so but punisher and you know in punisher show it's been months Mm-hmm. Right, he he's Pete Castiglione now. Yeah, and yep. so he's like broken, <laughs> Such a right? Bad name. I know. <laughs> so what he becomes is this animal, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you can see it, like how you know he's like, he's like oh, oh! Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like he's 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 like I think the whole point of it is that he's giving up on that part of himself that yeah. was human, and you see it in the end, you know, the end of season. I don't even care anymore. I'm sorry, you oh, guys, no, you're good. because this is an old show. If you haven't seen it, you're you you can go look at it, <laughs> but. Um, he's getting beaten. 
Yeah. By, you know, the main... And they did the antagonist really well. Yeah, they did. Oh, yeah. For someone you've never even heard of before? The way they wrote him in and everything. Kind of like how they wrote in Count Dooku in Star Wars. Oh, yeah. Like, he's not very present at all. And they were just like, we needed a character. But nobody questioned it. It was just good. It was was like, like, you know what? This is pretty awesome. Yeah. And so he's getting, you know, the ever-loading crap beaten out of him. And he's like, oh, oh, right? Mm, yeah. And, like, he's, like, it's, like, switching between that and him and his wife dancing, mm-hmm. you know, having sex. And, you know, you know, he, he, he hit him with an adrenaline shot to bring him back. And then, you know, then mm-hmm. he's, like, finally about to die, right? You know, after all this, you know, pain. And she's, like, um, she's, like, come on. He's, like, he's, like, no. He's, mm-hmm. like, I can't. I am home. And he lets go of his wife, you know yep. what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's, like, a symbolism, you know. He's given up. On trying to, you know, on trying to hold on to that part of him mm-hmm. that was still human in my eyes. Yeah, for you know sure. What I mean, and so he turns to this, this, this thing, the Punisher. Yeah, and it, it, to me, that kind of ties into Batman in a way where Batman doesn't see himself as Bruce Wayne. No, yeah, Bruce Wayne is the Bruce mask. Wayne sometimes when he has to be, but he is Batman. Ba- like yeah. Batman's mm-hmm. Batman is who he is, and Bruce Wayne is who he. Um, disguises exactly yeah. mm-hmm. and so the punisher i feel like gives up on yeah, frank life. castle to become mm-hmm. the pa- the punisher and just never really goes back to frank castle though like but, he's just like i am the punisher and the beginning montage of it is so funny oh it is it, oh, it's God. honestly a, a good show i just man that like the prison scene in daredevil where he just goes through everybody in his block oh yeah oh man that was beautiful and then he where he like fights kingpin and kingpin just like serves him up yeah i was like yo this is good he's like hey i'll throw you i'll put you out there he's like why what's in it for you he's like because you'll kill my competition like Mm -hmm. (laughs) i know who you are yep you know what i mean oh no yeah all right we're gonna move on to another card um so all right uh first question another easy one what is superman's home planet called Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Krypton. Yeah, you are correct. Uh, this one's a little bit harder. Uh, this one, I ended up getting when I was asked asked it, but it did take me a second. I had to really think. Uh, which superhero was born with the curse of Kordax? The curse of Kordax. Yes. Kordax. Oh, I know this. Give us some time. Give us some time. We'll let. Because I'm go. definitely, I'm definitely thinking it's a DC character. Uh yes yes it is a decent. And I'm thinking it's has something to do with uh, parallax, but no I think oh uh, it does not it's no. it's Greenland it's not Greenland it is not Greenland who is it it is Aquaman. I've never heard of that. Yeah. What is the Curse of Cordax? I don't know exactly what it is, and I kind of just guessed on it. I knew it was DC because I've never heard anything in Marvel about the Curse of Cordax or anything like that. Um, and then I was just like, it's not based on anybody else's origin and the person I know the least about is Aquaman so it's probably him hold on hold on <laughs> Kordax Kordax oh what all Atlantean children born with blonde hair are said to have the curse of Kordax hmm. wow and thus abandoned birth what what kind of eugenicist the <laughs> uh, <laughs> Atlanteans are Nazis basically yeah uh-huh. oh okay yeah, you just gotta go to land yeah, they don't. They don't even really like outsiders. They're kind of Nazis. They, yeah. You know who doesn't like outsiders even more? Uh, Black Adam. No. <laughs> yes, but uh, Marvel's Aquaman. What's his name? Uh, Namor. Yeah, Namor. He hates us. But he likes Sue. He likes he Sue does. Storm. Yes, he does. 
he likes to store them a lot. Oh, yeah, a lot, a lot. Yeah. Um, all right. But um, kind of moving forward here. Uh, so when I initially uh, pitched this podcast to you, there was a topic in mind. And we've kind of touched on it a couple of times um, about superheroes who are completely overpowered. Like, they could destroy Earth. They can destroy galaxies. They can do whatever they really want. Uh, yeah. And not just superheroes. It can be, like, uh, in other so anime, things like that. Yeah. We could talk about. But um, superheroes, I feel, is the most known around. So, uh, But overpowered heroes who have a specific character flaw or whatever you want to call it, then never let them hit their full potential of overpoweredness. Okay. Um, I would say that Spider-Man is a prime example. Yeah. Spider-Man's one biggest flaw is his bad luck. Yeah. If mm-hmm. there's one thing that you can define Spider-Man as, it's incredibly agile and mm-hmm. incredibly unlucky. Yes. Mm-hmm. So Spider-Man, you know, he could be out here serving fools left and right. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. But the fact- he can punch somebody's head off. Of their oh, shoulders. Yeah. And he pulls his punches because he is just that good of a person. Yeah, no, and, but, you know, and, and, like, and he's so unlucky. You'll see him get hit by, like, a stray bullet or something. Oh, yeah. When mm-hmm. he can dodge bullets. Yeah. It's just, he's just not lucky at no. all. Mm-mm. Yeah. I would definitely say that's a huge character flaw to him. The fact that he could, like, based off what we know of his powers, he has spider sense where it should... Uh, alert him of any incoming dangers. He has super strength. He can stick to walls. He is super agile. The fact that he is extremely unlucky and that his spider sense wants to work when it wants to work, it's ridiculous. Um, I will say this. Um, another really overpowered character that his own character traits kind of prevent him spawn. Elaborate. So, here, so okay. Reading all the spawn comics like I have, I'm a big nerd. I know. I, you probably didn't realize I've read this no, many no, comics. No, no, no. <laughs> but Spawn, he basically eventually fights God and, you know, Satan. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he beats him. He gets, yeah. like, you know, the ultimate power. You know, the Earth is destroyed, though. Mm-hmm. And the the mother, so their mother, the universe, mm-hmm. right, is like, cool. Remake the world in your own image. Yeah. Right? And so he just makes everything the way it was. Um, And so he's like, you know what? Now it's time because he, you know, he grew to love... His um, wife's, his yeah. ex-wife's, who's with his new best friend, and they had a child. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I forgot her name. I can't forget for her guy. Whatever. So, but anyways, <laughs> Wanda, he goes up to her, you know, and, and she's like, you might not want to do that. And he's like, why? And so he remembers all of a sudden that he beat her. Mm-hmm. Real, and, like, like, the thing is, after he remade the world, he gave up that power. Okay. So it's not, it's, uh, you know what I mean, like... He chose to discard it because he's like, I don't need this. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he's going to Wanda, you know, and he remembers he beat her. He beat her so bad she miscarried. Oh. It was like, it was pretty bad. Yeah, yeah. And so he realizes that he doesn't want to put her, you know, mm-hmm. she's happier now. Yeah. So she, he just, so the next panel that you see is him just sitting that, you know, in the alley like a throne, like a king on his throne. All you mm-hmm. see is his eyes and his claws reaching out. And he's just sitting there on in, the, in his alley. And to me, that was really symbolic. Mm. Spawn could have been a deity. Yeah. Spawn mm. could have strolled right back up in there and be like, let's do this. You know? yeah, and I'm sure Wanda, mm-hmm. I'm sure Wanda would have went back. Mm-hmm. But he's he chooses not to. And that's yeah. his character flaw. His character flaw was that he was you know a really bad dude. Mm-hmm. And he's paying the price. And so what happens is the Earth kind of becomes 
hell. Hell's, you know what I mean? Like, he was trapped in hell mm-hmm. five years. Yeah. And the earth, even though hell's gone, heaven and hell's gone. Yeah. Earth becomes his own hell. For and sure. that's... Yeah, it still tortures him. Yeah, for sure. Um, there's also, uh, so there's a book series I have been reading. Uh, my brother-in-law is the one who introduced me and my wife to it. My wife started reading them, and then I started, uh, listening to an audiobook over them. I don't necessarily like reading. Um, but there, it's a trilogy, and it starts with Renegades, then it moves on to, uh, Arch Enemies, and then Supernova. And it basically follows, uh... Uh, these these kids who we follow the villain basically her name is nova um and i'm trying i won't try and spoil it too much in case anybody does want to read it but we follow her who she has a vendetta against the heroes in a sense but there's a character in it who uh his power is drawing so whatever he draws he can come to flourishing um as long as he has the intent of what he wants it to do and I'm not going to say what he does in the story at all, how he uses his powers. Well, like, if you like wanted that. to draw, like, a T-Rex, uh, um, let's say let's say there was, like, a big animal in the way, mm-hmm. and he wanted the T-Rex to be like, cool, I want to draw a T-Rex, and it's going to eat it. Yeah, it, the intention of the T-Rex would be to eat it. Or if he had the intention of, uh, like, I'm going to draw a flower on this brick wall, and my intention is that it will smell like a rose or something like that. It'll come to life. It'll be a rose made of brick, but it will smell like a rose type thing. It, it's really weird how it does and they explain it very well so i definitely recommend listening or reading the book yeah um just because uh i'm gonna butcher it but as you're reading you start to just think to yourself you're like he's really slacking on using his powers like he has so much potential this is a slight spoiler but he decides to start tattooing himself and his intention is for those tattoos to represent something to give himself more power Oh. So he's he's a good guy. Like he he's a hero. That's how he's portrayed in the story. But his first thing is he draws like a flame on his right arm or left arm, whichever one. And the intention is that it will let him shoot fire out of that arm. So now he's an elemental typed hero who can shoot fire. And then on the, his other arm, he draws like a, a ray gun type thingy, and that allows him to do a concussive blasts that can like knock people out. And it literally like comes out. Um, and everything I think I had a shoots dream it. About this, yeah, yeah, it's super cool. And then he has a zipper on his chest that he unzippers, and a suit of armor comes around him. Oh, and yeah. So it's super cool. You're like, oh, that's super cool. His intentions, whatever, whatever. It makes sense. Then you start thinking, if he technically drew an infinity sign over his heart with the intention of living forever, he can't die. Well, maybe his heart just lasts forever. Maybe. But if the intention is that all of them last forever, it would. Or if he draws, like, a shield on his chest, and it's with the intention that nothing could ever hurt him, nothing should be able to hurt him then. Or he could, like, draw, like, a a little bomb on his hand, and it's, like, whenever he snaps fingers, his intention could be he blows up whoever he doesn't want alive. Yeah, it's literally boundless possibilities, but the way he's written is that he doesn't see his powers like that. He sees his powers as... Something that makes him different, but doesn't make him who he is. Right. And he just wants to, you know, do what every young teenager wants to do. He wants to find love and, you know, move on. He likes being a hero, but he doesn't see his powers as world-saving. And nobody really sees them like that either. Like his dads, um, he has two dads. Um, oh, that's he's that's, adoptive. He's that's adopted. sick. That's yeah. so... Dude, I love that. I love representation. Music. Yeah. So, like, his dads... Um, crazy powers one's like 
can't die. He's made of chromium, which is something that they've created in the story, basically. It's where like he's impervious. Yeah. Like, uh, something can shoot him. It doesn't hurt him. He's impervious to anything. And then there, his other dad can go invisible and stuff like that. So they are, like, seen as heroes. Like, they can save the day. He's like, I can draw a gun if I want to. That's how he sees it. So, basically, his naiveness is his character flaw that will never let him reach his OP power, oh, even yeah. though he's completely OP. So, that's just kind of, like, uh, what I wanted to talk about. Just heroes that are completely OP, but they just, they'll never hit their potential. Oh, yeah, for sure. You yeah. Know. And so, that's why I asked you to make a list of some heroes. Oh, we're going to yeah. kind of go through them, and, and we're going to see sure which ones are OP and then after we make that list, we're going to go through them again and see which ones are OP with character flaws. Okay, for sure, for sure. So the first one you have on there is Batman. He's definitely overpowered. <laughs> and he's overpowered in the sense that given enough time, yep. he'll figure something out. Yes, I, I would definitely say we're talking about he is overpowered in writing. We're, t- we're talking about someone who took out Darkseid. Yeah. So I, we could put him in. He would definitely be overpowered if you want to go ahead and put a, oh, a star yeah, yeah, gotcha. or something by his name so we are aware who were saying saying boom next superman just put a star there's no there's no conversation yeah uh we'll move down to uh some marvel ones spider-man he's he has a really high potential i mean he could dodge anything he can but i feel like i don't want to put him in there as in the thing that he could be overpowered I don't think he is overpowered. I think he is very good for what he does. He's very he's city level. Yes. Exactly. And I think we can say the same thing about And definitely in certain stories he is more overpowered like the different different arcs and stuff like that oh, like yeah. the one where he lifted a building, but that's not technically canon. That's still to I'd who say si- still I'd say yeah. that's city level. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like he's not, he's not he's not doesn't have like world. Yeah, he's not destroying a world. Batman could destroy a world, definitely. Superman could destroy a world. Well, I mean Spider-Man, actually Spider-Man could. I mean, Spider-Man's smart enough to blow up the planet. He knows how to do that. I guess. Yeah, uh, I know, I'll right? you make the decision if you want to add him. You know what? We'll put a star there. We'll, we'll, we'll think right. about it. Miles Morales, probably I not. would say no, not yet. Not like, yet. Too young to even be considered to be overpowered yet. Um, right. We'll move down to Dark Horse Comics. We'll say Spawn. Spawn? Yep, sure. Spawn, clearly, if he... If what you said was correct. Oh, which yeah. I don't know, so... Um, Wonder Woman... Uh, she's pretty overpowered. She is dog. pretty overpowered. Like, if we're comparing it, like, one-to-one, Wonder Woman's someone who could probably beat up Superman. Oh, absolutely. So yes. so they say to this, she's like, I'm faster than you. Mm-hmm. He's like, well, no, you're not. Like, I, I can fly way faster. Mm-hmm. She's like, I'm talking about combat speed. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, the ability to definitely... react. Superman's just a big, strong guy. Imagine mm-hmm. just getting hit with, like, a sack of bricks in your jaw. Like, there's no art to it. There's no elegance. It's no. just, here's well, a big, strong who boy. Who was it? I, there's a comic. Uh, somebody gets punched. A villain has been punched by both of them. And they literally say Wonder Woman's punch hurts more. Yeah. That she is stronger than Superman. So, yes, her definitely. Nightwing, I would say no. He's not overpowered. He's, again, he's more just his city level. He likes working where he works in Bloodhaven and stuff like that. So I've read, I mean, I've, I've read the Nightwing, the Red Robin, the Red Hood, and the Robin comics, mm-hmm. the little spinoff comics. Yeah. I don't know if we'll get a chance to talk about Batman and Robin, those comics, mm-hmm. but, oh, there's a whole comic in there. So 
Uh, this is kind of going off topic. If you go want, we can we can keep going here if you want. Go for it. Yeah, you can go. So, it's called Requiem for Damien. In okay. Batman Incorporated Volume Two, uh-huh. Damien is killed by the Heretic, okay. and then the whole universe revamps right after that. So it kind of gets lost. Uh-huh. Yeah, there's but a lot of that that happens in DC. Requiem for Damien is a collection of stories, and one of them is so powerful to me. Mm-hmm. So, it's Batman, right? There's not, by the way, there's no words uttered throughout the whole comic. Okay. Right? No one has a, a speech bubble. Okay. So, Batman, he's going about his day, right? He looks into the, you know, Damien's room, mm-hmm. looks through the drawings, and he just, you know, he gets mad at himself. Because his drawings used to be all, like, killing people. Yeah. And it's, it's not, like, birds and stuff. Yeah, Damien's weird and just wants to kill people. Well, and you, th- so you'd think that Damien, I don't, how do you feel about Damien, Wayne? So when I was first introduced to Damian Wayne, I hated him. He was very annoying. Every, that was the point. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then as, obviously, you learn more about him, you, you grow more with him, just like he grows up. He's a pretty good character. So he starts off very overpowered, and everyone's yeah. like, oh, this is disgusting. Everyone else had to work for it. Yeah. But that's the point. His his growth is emotional. Mm-hmm. Um, and you see that in Batman and Robin, where he kills, and you know mm-hmm. he feels bad about it now, because he wants to do what yeah. Batman wants him to do. Mm-hmm. He wants to change. And it's so powerful. Mm-hmm. But moving back to yeah. what I was saying before, he checks into his room, right? Sees the drawings. And um, a, a family portrait was being painted in one of the Batman comics. Okay. And they're painting over Damien. Mm-hmm. Um, he goes down, like, the little pole mm-hmm. behind the clock tower. You know, the little cl- yeah, yeah, clock yeah, yeah, tower yeah, behind yeah. the, like, grandfather clock. Yeah, yeah. And he looks over and, you know, in his mind, he remembers Damien sliding down with him. Mm-hmm. He sees blood on it, and he's like, what? He looks again, there's no blood. Yeah, yeah. He goes out, he's being more brutal to criminals than ever. Yep. You know, literally, like, a pile of two or three deep mm-hmm. is left on top of the, is left on top of GCPD. He comes yeah. back, takes a shower, right? Walks past Damien's locker and opens it. Notices a note. And actually, hold on, if I, if you give me a second here, <laughs> I'll actually read the note out loud, because... Oh boy, for this being, dude, like, listen, it gives me the chills every time I think about it. Um, Requiem. Watch, it's probably going to open right up to it because I love it so, so much. So, with all of this that you're saying, you're arguing that he's overpowered. Um, Damien? No, uh, Nightwing. So, so my whole point is we're just, I'm just talking okay, about all right, it. Okay, all right, all right, that's fine. Okay. But, but um, Nightwing was Batman. For a good yeah, period of time. Yeah, yeah, he had to take up the mantle. Um, I don't think he's... He's not as smart as Batman. No, not at all. He is the perfect Nightwing, and that is it. Right, and you know, yeah. I mean, he was the best Robin. Mm-hmm. So if you took, like, the best... while well, this loads. Um, but if you took the best out of all, of, like, the Robins... Dick Grayson was a perfect partner. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, he was. Jason Todd is the one that has the ability to do what none of them, you know... Yeah, he was able couldn't. to hit different emotions with batman so like he he, he's um he's he you know his whole thing is like his red hood you know he kills he doesn't care Mm -hmm. whereas damien does care um red robin is smart he is so smart the best he is what batman will become basically like he is who should take over batman's mantle damien's note to batman yeah do, 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 do. I don't know why it won't pull up for me. Here. Uh, maybe it's fake. Maybe you're a liar. Yeah, maybe I made it up. That'd yeah. be really funny. You should write it then. 
you should write that story. Yeah, I'll do it, dude. Yeah. You know, it, it just doesn't exist. Yeah. How is this? How is this happening to me right now? <laughs> I feel like a big goober. Um, what is going on, dude? Um, but yeah, I would definitely say Red Robin is because even Batman says that one day you will be better than me. Oh um, yeah, and everything like that. It definitely Red Robin is the one to become Batman. And well, I don't know about that. Become Batman. Like he's he's definitely the world's greatest detective. Yes, which is what Batman's supposed to be. But Batman I mean, has just but, turned into so much. I mean, more. okay, but if you've ever read Battle for the Cowl, yeah, I I haven't read it, but I know of it. Dude, he gets punked on, man. Like it's so bad. Okay, okay, I have it here. So it says, Father, I'm sure you'll be angry with me for disobeying you again, but I don't care. I won't let you fight Leviathan alone. You need me, and I'll always be at your side. Because it is hard for me to say these words face to face. I want you to know mother may have given me life, but you taught me how to live. Love and respect your son, Damien. Mm-hmm. Which prompts him to yell, you know what I mean? Like, to, like, do this. To scream. Yeah. Destroy the locker. He punches it so much, you know, mm-hmm. it's it's metal, so he bloodies his fist. And it, this is the last panel. He's just hugging his son's clothes. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> like, Bruce is so unemotional. Yeah. Uh-huh. And to see this, right, he just reads it. And so I think what got him was... You taught me how to live. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. to him, it's like, no, I taught you how to die. Yeah. And he, his son is dead, mm-hmm. you know? And it's really comforting to see that, you know, he's not just detached. Yeah. You know, no, he, he still has something under there, under all of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So back to what you're saying, Nightwing, Red Hood, Red Robin, and Robin, I think we can all classify as probably not overpowered. Not overpowered at all. Um, No. Yeah, I, w- I wouldn't say it. I would say, yeah, none of them. So, we can skip down to then Green Lantern. Green Lantern... <sighs> depending on which one. Yeah, depending on what story... Because Hal are, Jordan or is like so overpowered, it's insane. Yeah, so I'll say Gre- uh, Green Lantern overpowered, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, John Constantine, as well, is overpowered, I would say. If we were talking about... Uh, In, like, raw magic um, power, it wouldn't be, but his his brain... Yeah, but if we were talking about, like, Santan- S- Zatanna. Zatanna, yeah. Uh, she definitely isn't for the fact that she still has to, and then later on she doesn't have to. But for the majority of her stories, uh, she has to still say spells out yeah, loud. Like, like she has to say like yeah. Anything so backwards. like the easiest way to stop her is close her mouth. Yeah, yeah. I think Batman and, does that. In a yeah, story it, he's so many times. Yeah, so uh, but John Constantine definitely definitely. Um, let's move down. So let's move to Wolverine. Yeah, Wolverine. Wolverine over has great. I mean, he, he, he could survive an atom bomb. Yeah, man. no, definitely I would say he's overpowered for the fact that, not that he can destroy the world or anything like that, but he could outlive it. Yeah, he yeah. has. Yeah. You know what so, I mean? Like, like Wolverine in his prime is, there's no one that he can't kill, mm-hmm. really. You know yeah. what I mean? And that's like Wolverine's whole shtick. They captured him, they did all this stuff, and because he's, a, you know, that healing factor, mm-hmm. he can just go after, like, if I was marked for death by Wolverine. Yes, I would I'm kill dead. myself. That's it. Yes, I would just end it for him. It's, like, it's, like, it's yeah. like, you know what? You know what? I'm not dealing with that. Yeah. Iron Man becomes overpowered. Let's say, like, MCU I, so, Iron Man. So, yeah. MCU Iron Man, he... I don't know. I can't... MCU? No. I would say... Yes! No. He doesn't become overpowered. He gets the Infinity Stones, and the Infinity Stones are overpowered. So, let's let's take that even out of the equation, right? Okay. So, let's take the Stark Industries. What did he do? Made weapons of mass yeah. destruction. Uh-huh. So, what could he do? Blow up the whole planet. I now guess, I know what you're that's thinking. That's not him being overpowered. Well, then Batman we shouldn't count because Batman's Batman, just a person. I, see, no, but Batman is still different. We're Batman, including his tech and we're including his brains. 
We're Tony including... Stark is the same way. I don't know. I just I see them. <laughs> I see them differently though. Like Batman. I don't know. Right now you're thinking about it. Iron Man's just he's more of a dick. <laughs> Iron Man. So he begins that way. I think Batman is more of a dick in general. I guess. But um, like, I, but Iron Man becomes like, is like, cool. I'll be actually be kind of semi dope. Well, Batman is just like, cool, I'll just save me. But I would say the difference is Iron Man still is naive sometimes. Like, he's a genius, and he's super smart, but he's very naive and stuff like that. Batman usually has his head on right, unless it's something to do with somebody he loves. Okay, and I will say this, though, is that Iron Man made missiles for, like, the first 26 years of his life. Made missiles and nukes. And so let's take, let's take, um, let's take, uh, let's take this. We have Spider-Man... As a star, right? Mm-hmm. So that's maybe. Yeah. So let's take this. Spider-Man could barely hold the ship together, whereas Iron Man said, ring the, ring the, his, his network of everything. And then yeah. the Edith drones. Okay. All right. We and can like, put him on there. Okay. All yeah. right. All right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, next up, Hulk. World War Hulk is... Just, yeah, he is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You um, know who Moon Knight is. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Moon Knight, I will say he's not overpowered for the fact of... His, uh, what would it be called? Like, where the he. personalities, yeah, yeah. he can't. It kind of limits always, him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he was not overpowered. Um, if we jump back up to Starfire, um, for I DC. don't think she is. I don't She's think very so naive, either. too. Yeah. If we're talking, if like naivety being a character trait, um, yeah. she, she, you know, she's pretty tough. I don't know how tough she is in, like, relation to Wonder Woman. No, yeah. But, like, she's too naive. Yeah, no, Starfire definitely isn't. And plus, she's really hot in the DC AMU. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Jen, uh, Jen, you heard it here. <laughs> no. Uh, Raven, definitely. Uh, yeah, she has, she has so full much. access to oh, yeah. so much. Yeah, she definitely is overpowered. I did like in the DCAMU that Damian Wayne and her ended up together. I thought yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. It was you know, cute. It at first sense. I was like, hmm. But then I was like, Whoa. Yeah, at first I was like, mm, what about Beast Boy, though? Uh, like, don't, don't hurt my mans like that. But I've seen Teen Titans. I know Beast Boy loves you. He's like, like, hey, I'm cheating on him. You know, the whole time you see... I was so glad that Dick and uh, Coriander stayed together. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. It was like, it was kind of cute. They're a whole, like, relationship. Yeah. Uh, Let's finish off the DC list we have. We have Aquaman next. Um, No, I mean, here, I I have a picture on my phone of Aquaman, and it's him bound behind his back with those plastic rings you get from, like, a (laughs) six-pack of beers. I'm going to go ahead and say it. Safe to say it. I would say he has the potential of being overpowered in the sense of, like, he still controls the ocean, and the ocean is the majority of this planet. So he could definitely destroy the planet. He doesn't control fish. He just like, hey, you want to help me out? Yeah, but there's definitely times where he's controlled the water. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I I still, yeah, I guess he could. I guess he could be a dick. I would put him on there, yeah. Uh, Beast Boy? No. Probably He's not. not overpowered, even though he's one of the coolest heroes Cyborg. Cyborg's yes. definitely overpowered, yes. The mother box in his chest is what gets Yeah. That, so, and then, where do we leave here, off here? It's, it's kind of not dope to characterize, but Daredevil, Luke Cage, and Jessica... I mean, oh, wait. No, I don't think Luke Cage is that overpowered. No. And we've definitely seen things that can hurt him, so it's not like he can just outlast anybody. He still uh, falls into getting tired... And stuff like that. So it's not like he has extra endurance like Thor does or right. anything like that. So, yeah. I would say Daredevil, Luke Cage, Jessica Jones, all not overpowered. Now, Captain America. Captain America. Probably not. Yes, but he's not very close. Yes. Not overpowered. Captain America with Milnir, 
overpowered. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Hawkeye, no. No. But Professor, Professor X, 100%. Yes. Dude, okay, so let's yes. talk about this. Professor X has Cerebro. One, which if you're a mutant, your ass is getting found. Yeah. Oh, no. No um, hiding. There is no hiding for you. And two, he could melt your brain. Dude, All yeah. and he, 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 he could do it from wherever he is. You know what this I mean? This man can stop time around you. Stop everyone living, basically, just to talk to you. He could just tell your brain, hey, stop. Yeah. So, hey, Don't so send like, that signal to make your heart pump. Yeah. yeah. Or he's like, hey, you forgot how to breathe. Yeah. Boom. Absolutely overpowered. Doctor Strange? Yes. Up next? Overpowered. I mean, like, he's probably, you take everything into consideration, he's probably the most overpowered one on this list. Mm. Doctor Strange. I mean, he's... Sorcerer Supreme. Yeah, I guess. You know what I mean? Fantastic Four. Okay, if we're going person by person. I, I kind of lump them into one person. Yeah. and uh, Because they're, they're always a unit. They are always but a unit. But even as a unit, I mean, they... I would say... Reed Richards has done some pretty unimaginable things. Well, yeah, I mean, he also created the Illuminati, which is pretty just Ooh. crazy. And he, he also did created that. the Thor clone, which yes. killed Goliath. Plus he's Cain uh, the Conqueror. And he's, so, and he's the maker. So you know what? Reed Richards, overpowered. Human Torch, that's not overpowered because there's... Well, actually, he could go Nova and destroy the But planet. there's also Sunspot, who's like way more overpowered than the Human Torch. Yeah. So I... I if but there's we're also Darkseid, who's way more overpowered than Superman. But he's a villain, so we don't care about but him. But you know, you know what I mean, though, right? Yeah, yeah. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't yeah, classify okay. him as that. Uh, Invisible Woman... I mean, she could. I mean, no, probably not. I wouldn't say she's overpowered. I think her powers are. I wouldn't want to get in a fight with her, but no, like, not at all. The thing also not overpowered. Well, well he's close. He, I'd say he's very close to being overpowered. But the Hulk is more overpowered. Yeah. So yeah. I'd say I'd say Reed Richards. Yes. Yeah, Reed Richards. Yes. Um, Punisher. No. Okay. Have you seen Punisher kills the Marvel universe? Because he yeah. could kill the whole everyone. Yeah, but there's also Daredevil kills the Marvel universe, and there's a lot of those, and they're not canon technically, because in yeah. a world. That's actually going on. The Punisher's not killing everybody in the Marvel Universe. There's no way the Punisher's killing Doctor Strange. There's no way he's killing... Um, in Secret War, I will say this. I always thought it was hilarious to watch X. If you saw Secret War, mm-hmm. um, if you read the book... I have not, no. Um, basically, all the top kingpins get a text. Mm-hmm. You know, It's like, hey, let's all meet here for drinks. Yeah. It's the end of the world. Might as well go out the bang. And... Um, they're all like, I was like, oh man, who organizes? I thought you did. No, I thought you did. And um, all of a sudden, just someone kicks in the door. It's like, you know what they say, boys, you can't take it with you. And he <laughs> kills all of them. Oh my God, it was so yeah. good. He could definitely do a lot of damage. He could do a lot of damage than most of the people on this list. Because he, you know, he. But li- he is not overpowered. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, we're going to, before we move on, oh, we're going to no! another card. All right. That card's just dumb. Is it too easy? On. Yeah, it is. It's really easy. Let's see, look at it. Uh, I'll, I'll never see the questions ever in my whole life. Uh, that was easy. Yeah, super is. Okay, this one's not bad. Okay. First one. What was the name of the town where Clark Kent grew up? Smallville. Yeah. All right. Second one. What is Eric Lenshire's supervillain name? Magneto, baby. Right, good job. Good job. Don't even play with me. I feel like people know that Eric is Magneto, but they don't know that Lenshire or whatever is his last name. Uh, dude, you know, you think it, you know, Goldstein. 
<laughs> all right. Uh, all right. Well, now going through our list of the starred people, which just a re- quick recap is Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, Green Lantern, John Constantine, Raven, Aquaman. Well, speaking and Cyborg. of Aquaman, you know what else that goes in the water? Boats. You know what boats need? Anchors. <laughs> Today's brought to you by Anchor. <laughs> we actually have to do that separate. <laughs> we have to record that on Anchor. Oh, okay. I'll just cut this out. <laughs> Don't even cut though. this out, dude. This would be hilarious. Um, okay, but uh, Cyborg, and then for Marvel, we have Spider-Man, Wolverine, Iron Man, Hulk, Professor X, Doctor Strange, Reed Richards. Yep. And, and then for Dark Horse and then Comics. Spawn for Dark Horse Comics. Um, what you just learned right now. No, no I know about I know, Dark no, no, Horse. No, no, I'm just messing um, with you. But, uh, so, now we're going to go through those and see if they have a character flaw that would make them not reach their OP potential. Um, Batman. No. Yeah, he, nothing's he, stopping him. You know, he, he, like, he's yeah. literally created a contingency. I mean, oh! He won't kill. He won't kill. I guess. That yeah. does hold him back. The, the he does kill thing, Darkseid, but he yeah, won't kill all the The whole thing with, like, uh, when uh, Jason Todd dies, he won't kill the Joker. Oh, he man. He could have saved Jason Todd. And that's Jason Todd's whole shtick, is that, like, he's like, you could have saved me. And J- he's, you couldn't it, kill him. It's awesome. Jason Todd's stories are awesome. Like, they are. For Red him Red? being such a have uh, you read character Red people Red? hated. Uh, yes. Uh-huh. Oh, so you, okay. So you, mm-hmm. so you read Red Hood and Outlaws. Yeah, yeah. So you saw that scene where he's like trapped, right? And he's like, they got him stuck in that like little dungeon. And he's yeah, just sitting yeah. there like uh-huh. bound. And there's like a tied up Robin who's beaten in front of him. Mm-hmm. He's like, save me. He's like, please, dude. If I could, by God, I would have. Mm-hmm. He's still tortured. It's, oh, Red Hood's so good. Yeah, it, it is so good. But yeah, purely because of that. Yeah, I guess that would take him off of being OP. There we go. Yeah. Let's, let's, yeah. Let's remove our little star, baby. Yep. I'm the Joker, baby. You ever seen that? Uh, what is it from? It's like some guy was like pretending to like do like like a Joker edition. He goes, then no, I'm I the Joker, not. baby. <laughs> uh, Superman. Um, yeah, he he. I think he has a character flaw of him being too good of a person. Um, yeah. to hit his full potential, even though there's story arcs where uh, he does. I think it's is it is it the metal series where he has to like get power from like all the sun so that he can come to the one planet and, like punch dude or something I like think that. so yeah like he, he definitely a big hits, old power up he hits a lot of points where he would be classified for th- by that but it still comes to the end that like if it was between killing the villain or leaving the villain alive he's gonna leave the villain alive so Wonder Woman I would say we can leave her on the list because yeah. Wonder Woman Wonder Woman would off somebody quick as hell oh yeah no yeah. And she's done it before. Like, the whole reason why Injustice is so as bad as it is is because mm. Wonder Woman's a douche. Yeah. yeah. She, like, uh, pushes Superman to keep on. Green Lantern. No. He's, I feel like he could be overpowered. If he was to push himself to overpoweredness, he would no longer he be a Green Lantern. He did take out the whole Green Lantern court. Yeah, but. In Injustice? Uh, yes. But then he becomes a Yellow Lantern. I'm pretty sure. And then he takes them out too. So I think. Yeah. So I think for a Green Lantern to be completely overpowered, he would no longer be a Green Lantern. Yeah. So I would say no, he can be removed from the list. I'd say we keep John Constantine. John like, Constantine, yeah, that's he's just like, dope. He's, yeah, there's dude, no stopping him really. Raven, we can keep. Like she wouldn't destroy yeah, Raven, the world. Well, no, yeah. So she, 
her character flaws, she doesn't want to be anything like her father. Right. So she won't do the things that her father wants to do, which he wants to take over the world. So she would be removed. She is not OP because she won't go she to those limits. extents. I think... Um, she definitely has the potential. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. Um, Aquaman? He doesn't have the potential. I mean, oh, actually, you know what? He does. I mean, if, if, it, if it came down to it, if, this, if everyone on the land was like, you know what? Mm-hmm. Fuck Atlanta. Oh. F Atlantis. <laughs> I did so good. You're good. It's fine. <laughs> I was I tried so hard. But um, um, if, if everyone in Atlantis is like, you know, it's like, oh, yeah. at the surface, Aquaman has to pick the, the Atlantis. I mean, I don't know. I, I would disagree because he kind of just doesn't care about Atlantis. <laughs> <laughs> like, through the majority of it, he cares more about his dad. And his dad's a human. And so he cares about us. For the know. most part. If but it was Namor, also, Namor also, would though, be like, yeah, just flood it. But also, he's overpowered because Jason Momoa is hot. Heck yeah. I think we can leave him We'll up leave up. him up there. For that Dothraki yeah. dongle, mm-hmm. we can leave yep. him up on there. Uh, Cyborg? We'll take him off. He's too nice. <sighs> he is really nice. Sweet man. But if the mother box takes over, that's mm. not him. Then technically, that'd be the mother box. So yeah, we we'll take him off. And mother boxes are OP. Yeah, they are. They're scary. So Spider Man, we could probably if it, if we had to have the, like if it's like a yeah. half star, we can just take yeah it we off. can take it off. He's off of there. Now Wolverine does whatever he wants. Yeah, Wolverine, I like, would definitely. If you're marked there. for death, mm-hmm. you're marked for death. Like mm-hmm. he'll kill you no matter what. Yeah, like, there's that was the shown in Death of Wolverine. Which one? Oh, where he's like, uh, isn't that where he's encased in adamantium? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But also, there's the the there's a comic book where there's a kid. Um, I think it's when the Terrigen mist hits, or something like that, uh, where oh, yeah. he everybody he comes in contact with just melts, like they set on fire and melt and die. And so the kid runs away and lives in a cave because he doesn't want to hurt people. He's just been gifted this power that he has no idea how to control. Is this canon? This was canon, right? I'm pretty sure it was. And so oh. Wolverine is sent to take care of him. And he sits down and has a heart-to-heart with the kid, and the kid understands what needs to be done, and Wolverine understands what needs to be done, and Wolverine kills him because he has to die. There's no way of stopping him. And Wolverine's the only one who can do it because Wolverine has regenerative healing powers. So I would definitely say he's OP because he's willing to take the steps that nobody else will. Yeah, dude. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, dude, that's insane. Yeah. You know, it's that's just crazy. I don't know if it's the Terrigen Mist or it's just a kid who mutated, but it's it's one of those. Um, and then and everything uh, around him just dies. Yeah, dude. everything just burns, or like it just decays, or something like that. I don't remember exactly. Yeah, yeah. it's burned. Like it's it's insane. Yeah. Um. But yeah, then moving to Iron Man. I think this is Ultimate Wolverine, dude. Is it? It I'm, might be. I'm guessing. Hold on. Ultimate X Men. Yep. Oh, there you go. Yep. So that's why it's so dark. Yeah. Uh-huh. No, but he he kills that kid. Yep. Kills him good. Mm-hmm. Iron Man. I uh, think we can. Kill Iron him. Man. I mean, no, he wouldn't do it. See, here's the thing. I think Iron Man, like I was saying earlier, Iron Man is stupid sometimes. He's a genius who's really dumb. And the reason I think we can leave the star there is because he would destroy the world on accident. Oh, dude, that you changed. Yeah, I think he I would destroy the world on accident. Not that he himself is overpowered, but he's so stupid. And he drinks. He's a drinker, yeah, so he that can be like, he would literally. Yeah, he's like, you know what? Edith, blow up the planet. Yep. 
literally Kevin Feige sees it because Kevin Feige literally in the MCU, Iron Man is the cause of almost everything bad to happen. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, he would definitely destroy the world on accident. He's already done it with Thanos, so. And then World War Hulk, he almost accidentally destroys the world right there. And the fact that Hulk is very hard to control in any terms, I would say he stays OP. Oh, yeah. So he would stay up there. Professor X, he wouldn't do it. He's so nice, he wouldn't do it. Mm -mm. But he could. He definitely could, but because of his... the, The fact that he wants mutants and humans to be equals he would never go to the extent of like using his powers to do bad or to do anything negative so i would say he is off of there even though he's clearly op he is an omega level mutant and could do anything he wants so dr strange he could see he he does he he does i think if it came to terms where he had to well if he had uh, to blow up the planet for temporary you know, yeah, purposes. If, if he had to do it for a reason that would help in another scenario, he would do it. Clearly shown in uh, Infinity War. He gives up the stone because he knows there's a possibility Let's half of, of everybody die because he knows yeah. it'll come back. Mm-hmm. But still, it's like, oh. They could have failed and yeah. he was willing to make that. I would say he's OP in that sense, yes. Spawn, yes. Yeah, Spawn just does whatever the so hell what he So what do we have them do now? Like, duke it out? Um, Because Spawn I mean, wins probably. Want. Um, let's see. Who I mean, I'd make a very strong case. Okay, so here's 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 what we have left: Wonder Woman, John Constantine, Wolverine, Iron Man, Hulk, Doctor Strange. Oh, Reed Richards. Oh yeah, Reed Richards. <sighs> he would do it. He would do it. The he fact that it. he created he the would, Illuminati. He would. He would yeah. like like Reed Richards would blow up the planet if he thought it was better for like the yeah. entire universe. I yeah, think. he would do it. Reed Richards is still up there. So, I think the first one to go would probably be Iron Man. On this list, he's obviously yeah, the least he's, powered. Yeah, he's nothing without his suit. Wolverine's claws could rip through Iron Man's suit. So and now Aqu- we're just talking about killing them off. Yeah, so. Aquaman would probably be the second to go, I'd say. Doesn't he have, like, hard skin? Does he not? I mean, who, 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 who would Aquaman kill on this list? Iron Man. <laughs> <laughs> Well, okay, wait, Wolverine... Uh, actually, you know what, if Wolverine, we're taking Iron Man's arsenal into account, it's probably Aquaman first. Yeah, I could say that, but Wolverine, he he has regenerative healing and stuff. Can he drown? Yeah, it's like the only real way to kill him, actually. So Aquaman could take out Wolverine. Oh my god! Holy cow, w- Aquaman's a hard counter. So, okay, yeah. Wolverine gets taken out by Aquaman, who gets taken out by Iron Man. Yeah. Anyone can take out... Iron Man, but for the sake of argument, we'll take the weakest person on there next. Reed Richards is probably take out Iron Man. I w- actually know is smarter than Iron Man. Yeah, so, I'd so say, you know, like, Reed Richards, I'd say stay in the long run because he's gonna dodge everybody. That's true. You know, like he's probably just off doing his own thing. Yeah. Like, you know, uh-huh. um, Doctor and, Strange. Like, you can't really, like. Okay, going with everybody. Uh, Wonder Woman punches Reed Richards. He just stretches with the punch. Uh. John Constantine does some magic, maybe could hurt him. Aquaman stabs him with the trident, stretches with the trident. Uh, Wolverine stretches with the nails. Iron Man, maybe with a maybe. blast. Um, Hulk, Hulk has been has been shown that he can't yeah, hurt him. Yeah. So uh, Doctor Strange, pro- actually magic. Doc- so maybe I'd say Doctor Strange and John Constantine and Spawn would be the only three that could actually probably hard, do something to re- hard Richards. kill him. Yeah. 
Um, so, so I'd say he'd stay for the long run, but yeah, he would ultimately be X'd out. Wonder Woman would probably be able to kill Iron Man, Wolverine. I Aquaman. Wonder Woman could probably beat John Constantine as well for the fact that her, she doesn't have a weakness to magic and she understands magic. Well, I mean, it's not that it's not that Superman has a weakness to magic either. It just affects him normally. Yeah. But John yeah, Constantine John, John Constantine is probably one of the smarter people on the list. I still think Wonder Woman would probably take out John Constantine. I just actually probably I yeah. Feel like he's been would. he's been in scrappier situations yeah. and it's like it's like it's always and turned he's out still, real. He's smart, but he does panic sometimes. Yeah, a little bit. So I think Wonder Woman would end up just like to the next. So so our my top thing I'd say the top three people who would probably make it to the long run: Hulk, Doctor Strange, Spawn, and Wonder Woman. Yeah. Everyone else is probably does not say much of a chance here. I think we can actually X out Hulk because of Wonder Woman. I feel like if Wonder Woman was to lasso him with the lasso of truth and like command him to calm down. Yeah, or something like that, or like get him to be true with himself, he would calm down and then come out of the Hulk and then that's kind of it. So love with Doctor Strange, Wonder Woman and Spawn. Yeah. And Spawn could definitely take out Wonder Woman. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like mm-hmm. that his suit is I think what's called like a necro something. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh but like it would, it would, like, there's just no way. Yeah, I think his it reaction really comes time, down to... I think it's, like, qu- I think his reaction time is quicker. Yeah, I think it comes down to Doctor Strange and Spawn. That's a hard one. That is a hard one. Because, like you were saying, Spawn has taken out God and Satan and stuff like that. Could Do- Doctor Strange has Doctor done S- some crazy Could Doctor well. Strange take out Eternity? Could Doctor know. Strange take down Galactus? I feel like there's probably a story arc where he has. I feel like everybody has taken down Galactus. We get, I mean, we Galactus more, is such a big villain that everybody has defeated. We definitely need more like efficient power scaling. I think because also Spawn's part of Dark Horse Comics, he would probably end up winning because he is like the strongest in his comics. Oh yeah. While Doctor Strange is not the strongest in the Marvel comics. That's true. So I'd say we probably give it to Spawn. Well, well, I mean, there you but have it, folks. If we're really saying Doctor Manhattan would take out all of them, so yeah, I didn't and he wouldn't even flinch about it. No, he just yeah, he would just erect himself, and then they'd all die. You know, and that's where Rebirth comes from. Doctor Manhattan's mm-hmm. messing around with the timeline. Yeah, it's really good. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that was. I think that's a pretty conclusive list. I think that's good. Uh, I think it symbolizes a lot of it. We didn't go into animes or anything like that really too much. Um, but there's obviously some people there. Uh, yeah. Like Saitama. And, like One Punch Man. Did stuff he, like that. Yeah. He just but, like a fair shot. I don't know how you deal with... Actually... I think... He probably flattened I think everyone. Yeah, he would probably take out almost everybody on this list. So I don't know. Batman, fun. his prep time has nothing to do with One Punch Man. No. One Punch Man just needs to land a hit. That's true. And he will. He will. He's way quicker <laughs> yes. than that. <Batman. laughs> so, okay. Let, 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 before we end this podcast, we're going to go through real quick and say who One Punch Man <laughs> would kill. <laughs> I don't know about Superman. Um, <sighs> Superman's pretty darn tough. Superman's pretty darn tough. Would but... it be like an end of season one type villain? I think, I think Superman's tougher than him. There's just no way that we can accurately power scale Saitama. He's so powerful. Exactly. So, I don't think we're supposed to do this reasonably. I think Saitama's taking out Superman. 
There's, there's no competition anywhere on this list. Wonder Woman is going to lose. Yeah. Nightwing, Rob, Red Hood, Robin, Robin, you know, like. All gone. Yeah. Green Lantern, gone. gone. John Constantine, gone. gone. Starfire, gone. Raven, gone. Aquaman, gone. Beast Boy, mm, gone. Cyborg. Yeah, gone, probably. Gone, gone. Spider-Man? Gone. <laughs> Miles Morales? Gone. Wolverine? Gone. Gone. And he'll come back and gone again. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Iron Man? Gone. Yep. Hulk? Gone. Moon Knight? Gone. <laughs> well, the Defenders? <laughs> All of them gone. <laughs> Captain America? I think his shield will take a hit, and then he'll take a hit, and he's gone. I do. I think if the shield, if the shield took a hit, like, just kill him. That'd probably destroy him. I think it would him. literally destroy blocks of stuff. Uh, uh, Hawkeye gone. Professor X. Oh, so yeah. Professor X might. Could Professor X just like melt his brain? I feel like Saitama doesn't have enough going on inside of his brain for for, for Professor. That X. does that makes very little sense. <laughs> it's like really easy to find. It's like oh cool, I'll just surgically snip your. Um, you know what? Professor X might put up a fight if he, if he's knows of Saitama. Yeah. If he, if he doesn't know and Saitama just speeds out of nowhere and punches and bow, him, he's dead. it's done. But Professor X probably has one of the biggest fighting chances. Probably not Dr. Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange, gone. No. Yeah. Fantastic Four. Ooh, Reed Richards. Ooh. But I don't know. I feel like I feel like his punches are so tough that he could, like, it, it, his, his, like, elasticity couldn't withstand it. I don't think I know enough about the extent of Reed Richards' elasticity. I'm just gonna say he's gone. Yeah, <laughs> all of the Fantastic Four gone. I think Punisher has a real shot here at oh, being gone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, probably number one at being <laughs> gone. Yeah, uh, Spawn. Oh, Spawn's tough. Spawn's tough. Like Spawn. I think he's I, still gonna lose. I don't think he's. he's not I don't a think he will be threat. gone. But I think he will lose the fight, the initial fight. I think what it would be, his suit's powers <clears throat> would probably expend itself. You know, like how in like, mm-hmm. the beginning, his suit like, has like a limited amount of power before he has to go back. Yeah. I mm. think that's what would happen. Yeah, probably. I think it'd be a super dope fight. Probably, yeah. You know what I mean? I've seen uh, somebody made, like, a a fan video of, like, Goku versus Saitama. <clears throat> and it's like, obviously, Saitama never just unleashes his ending punch right away. He likes to see if there's they're an opponent. And, like, they fight each other and stuff. And I definitely think the video was wrong. I think Saitama still would have won. But they basically, at the end, were just like, that was a fun fight. Let's go get some food. Or whatever. I mean, that's probably how it would have ended. It would. But the way they were fighting, the way that they made the video, Goku was going at it. Like, Goku was hitting hard. I think Goku I feel like at that point, Saitama would be like, okay, I'm done. So remember how he said, like, Wonder Woman's faster than Superman? Yeah. Goku's faster than Saitama. Uh, Is he? Like, like, like combat speed-wise, yes. Goku is a martial artist, a lifelong martial artist. Yeah, it doesn't matter how strong. He's pretty ridiculous. Like I'm sure you can get a punch in, but Goku's probably got three kicks in by the first by the time he has. Yeah, but does it affect him? No, and that's what I'm saying. That's my point. My point is though is that he's faster. Like like you know we said he's faster. Who's faster? He's probably faster. He just doesn't have the power to kill Saitama. Yeah, I don't think he does. If he couldn't take out Superman, I don't think you know. No. Uh -uh. Well, yeah, that was good. Um. Thank you for uh, letting me into your house to record this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> this is not my setup. Um, but yeah, thanks. Uh, let's uh, do one more for the road. All right. All right. Uh, one more card here. All right. In the Marvel Universe, the convergence is a reference to what occurrence every 5,000 years? The convergence? The convergence. Oh, 
man, I feel like that's something to do with like the Kree and the scroll. But I'm probably does wrong. It, does it not? It's probably like a Kree and scroll war. Is it? Yeah. Is that what you're going with? That's what I'm going Is that your final answer, Gage? Okay. You're wrong. It's ah. the alignment of the nine realms. Oh, I knew that! Oh yeah. my god, dude. Harley Quinn is devoted to what villain? Batman. Joker. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, we'll try and find one more hard one. Uh, wow. A lot of these are pretty basic. There is some hard ones in here, but a lot of them are pretty... Okay, this one, I guess we'll just do it. Which British actor has played a villain in a DC as well as a Marvel movie? Oh, Andy Serkis. Where? He's um, one-armed boy in Black Panther. And... Okay. No, wait, he's not... Hold on, hold on, let me me rethink that. British actor... Hold on, let me think. Which British actor... Which British actor has played a villain in a DC movie as well as a Marvel movie? This is a little... uh, The way they wrote the question is a little like it's supposed to confuse you. It's not Benedict Cumberbatch. It is not. Why would he have been in DC? I don't know. I'm just, I'm just thinking. About, I, just, I don't know many British actors, David. <laughs> well, that's the thing. This person, I didn't know they were a British actor until like much longer until I saw the movie. So he's like, it's not Tom Holland. <laughs> <laughs> um, man, dude. So, it, oh, Tom Hardy. Yeah, yeah, Tom Hardy. There we go. That that, that was a because technically in Venom, he's not the villain in Venom. No, that, that he's but a, he he's, is. Venom oh. is a villain. Yeah. But yeah. All right. So, All right. Hey. Yeah. Well, thanks, thanks for, for being ha- here. This was an episode no. of Cactus Juice. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. Uh, also, uh, if you did make it all the way to the end, make sure to check check out Gage's uh, streams. Uh, if you want to join his Discord, uh, if you want to plug your Discord really quick. Uh, yeah. So if you just head to twitch.tv slash DJ Sales and scroll down uh, while you're watching a stream or something, it'll pop up. You just click that. Or if you head into my chat hit exclamation point discord uh it's not big enough yet where you can just search it Mm -hmm. so there's ways to find it come check me out i have my buddy david here are you david on here i guess i don't think i said my name at all but yeah i'm david cool so this is david (laughs) (laughs) episode two at the end you have to get all the way to the end to this (laughs) easter egg um but in order to you know he's he's in my streams all the time yeah um good buds yeah, yeah, and definitely check out his Discord. He'll get notifications every time he starts streaming. I'm usually there, so yeah. Uh, thanks for staying to the end. Hey, yeah, no. You have like an outro? It. Yeah. Is that oh, it? That's it. Yeah. All, right. All right, bye guys. <laughs> bye bye.